0: Welcome to The Green Zone Podcast, the show that teaches oil and gas executives how to take command of their finances and live in the green. Your host, Jeff Green, from Green Financial Group, will be your financial guide, all while giving you a tour of the most beloved and best-kept secret spots around Houston, Texas. Now, on to the show.
1: You have them, burning questions. Bring them to Jeff Green and Lauren Smith of Green Financial Group, and have your concerns eased with the soothing aloe of knowledge and experience. This is The Green Zone, and this episode, Dear Jeff and Lauren, Should I Pay Off My House Before I Retire?
2: You're right, Patrice. That is the most often asked questions that we get. Lauren, I mean- I
0: cannot think of a single person that hasn't asked us that question. I mean, it is it is a burning question that most people wanna know. It's crazy. It is.
2: And there's there's a few different sides of it. And so I wanted to bring in a guest today and he works with Elite Lending. It's a gentleman by the name of Jim Chaplin. He, uh, by the way, my friend, Shano Cucci owns Elite Lending. I've worked with Shano since 2003, I think. Longtime friend with Shano. She's helped me with every mortgage. Jim just helped me. Her partner, Jim Chaplin with Fleet Lending, just helped me with a VA loan that I recently got. Jim, by the way, thank you very much. I know it probably wasn't easy dealing with me. You're very welcome. It was a great loan. So thank you. So, But Jim offers a little, another perspective. So I, he, he's a he's a mortgage lender. I'm going I'm to say your age, Jim, because I want <laughs> the listeners to know, <laughs> okay, Jim's 74-ish, right? It, in yes. that range, in we'll his, just, uh, in his 70s. in his seventies, and I wanted wanted the the folks, the listeners, to hear your perspective also on this. I know what we tell our clients, but Jim, if you had somebody come to you and say, "Hey, Jim, what do you think about me paying off my
1: mortgage?" What would you say to them? So that's a question that we get often as well, and my immediate reaction, without going into all the variables is no, it's not that easy. First, it's not that easy a question to answer. And secondly, the considerations are many of the same considerations that, that you go over with them in the sense that first, it's a very personal decision. There, there are items to be taken into, into consideration such as what are your long-time objectives and what is your philosophy of debt? And so a lot of it boils into personal preference and then you get into the into the sort of obvious things what's the interest rate and are there are there better opportunities in the marketplace for that money and you've got you've got to consider what are you going to do with a lump sum if you don't pay your mortgage off assuming you have the money to do that and what are you going to do with the increased income stream if you do pay it off so there are lots of considerations as you go into that into that thought process, it's not an easy answer. It's very personal, and you've got to take into account your own financial condition and, and again, what your long-term objectives are.
2: Yeah, you know, so I always approach it, uh, you know, I tell the client there's two different ways to look at it. There's the facts and figures, which I can tell you all day long, but then there's the emotional side, right? And I can't really factor that emotional side in, and, you know, tell me, do you see this, Jim? I mean, like, we have clients like they just want they just want to know that they're debt free. They want to fee- yeah. they want they're retired and they don't want to have that debt. They want that
1: feeling that their house is paid for. Do you do you hear that? Yes, we do and it's it's a it's a two-edged sword with, with regard to the emotion one is yes, the emotion of and pride as it were of having a paid for house. The other is what I refer to as the the intrinsic value of cash. And so what is the pride of having plenty of cash in the bank so that you can take advantage of opportunities, do whatever you want to do. But the, but the main thing is there's a pride factor in having those balances just as there's a pride factor in having a paid for house. And so, so in each case, each individual has to go through, (laughs) <laughs> sort of what I call the big chief method of, and this this shows my age, the big chief method of making decisions, and that is I, I take a, a lined pad, the old, what, what used to be a big chief pad, and and draw a line down the middle of it, and do the pros and cons, and 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 apply a grade of one to ten for each one, and and see who see which one wins, and that's a very it's it's a good sort of empirical method of 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 making that decision. So it, it boils down to pride. In, in one way or the other either the pride or the or the satisfaction of having a house paid off or the pride and satisfaction and emotion in both cases of having that additional cash in a bank account and really knowing that you that you have the capability of making those payments but having that cash available and and I'll I'll go one further step there is in our business and in Jeff's opportunity cost And so either way you go, where is the opportunity cost? What opportunities might you miss out on with whatever step you take?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's not an easy decision to make. Let's put the emotional factor aside for just a second and talk about the facts and figures of making this decision. So, Jim, what's so for the average investor out there, average credit score, What's our what's an average mortgage rate going for these days?
1: Yeah, average conventional loan thirty year fixed rate, right around three. So let's call it three percent.
2: So the way I have people look at it is if you can if if you pay off you you keep a mortgage right you pay off the mortgage you're making that guaranteed three percent, right? Because yeah. I've paid that off now I've made that three percent that I'm not paying correct? Yep. Yeah. So if I feel like I can make more than 3% in the market then it might be more advantageous to not pay off that mortgage and rather invest where we feel that we can make a better return. Correct.
0: Yeah, I mean that's a great point. And,
1: right. But you and know something
0: thing. something else that I don't think people think about is you know let's say you've got 200,000 left on your house that you want to pay off Now you've just retired. Most of your money has come from qualified assets. It's from from your 401k. It's a bigger question of where's that money coming from? So you take out the 200,000 from an IRA. Now you're paying income tax on $200,000 worth of money. So you might have to take out a little bit more. So now you've raised your taxable income for the year, not even counting into taking into consideration the amount you're going to take out just for your lifestyle that year. So, you know, that's a whole other aspect that I don't think people think about is where that money's coming from to pay off the house.
2: Right. Very good point. Also, the write-offs. Jim, what are we getting on write-offs on the mortgages these days?
1: <laughs> so since the, since the rules changed for many people, the all of the exemptions went up. And so in many, many cases, and especially when you get into my territory, the write-offs have disappeared. So the interest write-off has, has greatly disappeared because of those increased exemptions. And so that ceases to become a consideration other than for those folks that happen to be self employed or have other significant write offs that they go that, that take them above that exemption level. So all of those things are, are considerations. And your your thought about where does the money come from, that's particularly true. And if, if people have $200,000 in this example sitting in a checking account, that checking account is earning one tenth of one percent a year, or some such thing. Then we call it point zero zero nothing. There you go, point zero zero nothing. Then, in in my mind, if you have a good, and this is not a paid ad, by the way, if you have a good financial advisor, you're going to be oh, way. Yeah, keep talking. <laughs> uh, you're you're on
2: the you're on the right track there, Jim. Keep talking. You're going
1: to be you're going to be way way better off taking it, keeping an amount for operating purposes, obviously, in your checking account. But beyond that, it should be invested in, in accessible funds, reasonably accessible funds. And, and you're gonna get you're gonna get more than three percent, much less more than zero, zero point nothing.
2: Well, you're going to potentially get more than three percent. We gotta get this past the compliance right. cop, yeah, Jim. So let's just there, let's go I, with the potential.
1: Your job. But there's that's a very, my, very good chance. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah, so so let's veer off from this topic for just a second. I wanted to ask you about real estate. How, how what's the, what's the real estate market out, uh, like out there? Oh right now, my goodness
1: gracious! The real estate market is 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 counterintuitive. It is hot, and so there are so many instances now. People going out to buy houses, turning into bidding wars, going through four or five attempts before they can finally buy a house. So prices, price house prices have gone up significantly. There is a lot of suspicion, as you know, because you read the same stuff that I do. There's a lot of suspicion that, that rates are going to go up. There's going to be some level of, of inflation for a number of reasons. So the, the, the real estate market is incredible, not only here, but in many markets across the country. So that, that in my mind, is, is really another reason to, to keep cash available as opposed to paying off existing debt. As I said, my initial reaction when someone says that is, is no. There, there are certainly offsetting considerations, but there are too many opportunities available for available cash.
2: Yeah, I'll say this about inflation and interest rates real quick. Uh, it, it, we're, we're already seeing inflation. It's already here. I mean, look at the price of lumber. I mean, the average, <laughs> the, I mean, the, I just read this the other day, Jim, the average cost of a house is being increased by $36,000 because of the increased cost of lumber. Correct. So we're seeing inflation. It's here and it's it, and it's not going anywhere. And the reason it's here, we can go to all. I'm like, this is the, not the right podcast for this, but lots of stimulus, lots of money being thrown into the economy. Right. And it's coming right into the the consumer's hands. And so, yes, it is increased in, increasing inflation. And yes, it will put pressure on interest rates to go higher, even though the Fed has committed to keeping rates to where they are until 2023. I see that difficult to handle because of the where inflation's going, so my point there simply is this: if you have not if you're if you're paying more than three percent ish on your mortgage right now, you need to consider refinancing and you need to give Jim a call you give Jim and Shano a call at elite lending i highly highly recommend them look at a refi you know it, 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 at least explore the opportunity yeah. if they wanted to do that, Jim, how would they get in touch with you?
1: Well, so that's easy. So either at 832 1952 or Jim at elgtexas.com. And I will say in reaction to that first thank you, but but just as importantly, I would say 50%, maybe more than that, of the inquiries we get for refinances, we advise against it because it's very much an arithmetic function. It's gotta make sense. And so there's a there's a break-even point to be calculated. And in each case, we're teachers. We go through the process and go through the the long-term effect of of what the rate differential will have and what it takes or how long it's going to take to pay back the cost of the refinance, and and part of that is how long the person is going to be in the house, et cetera. So there are lots of considerations, and and we're going to be quick to say it doesn't make sense for you, because as is as should always be the case, we're in it for the long term, and and you can't you can't advise people to do things that. In the, in the long run are going to be costly to them.
2: Absolutely. Doing the right thing for the, for the client. That's why you're on the show. We really appreciate that, Jim. Give me that number one more time.
1: 832-444-1952.
2: And if you're listening, you can always go to our website at Green Financial, Under our resources section, you'll see our podcast, and you'll see our podcast here with Jim. We'll have his information on there as well, so you can always go to the the website and see it. And that's it. Patrice, anything else?
1: No, I was just going to say, how can people reach you? But you covered that. This is Jeff Green and Lauren Smith of Green Financial Group. Make sure you catch all the fun and facts in The Green Zone by subscribing to this podcast. And, of course, share and please like. Thank you for listening to The Green
0: Zone Podcast. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors Inc. Green Financial Group is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. Jeff Green is the founder of Green Financial Group and is a registered principal of RJFS. The Green Financial Group is located at 6363 Woodway Drive, Suite 625, Houston, Texas. 77057 and can be reached at 713-244-3030. Raymond James is not affiliated with and does not endorse the opinions or services of his guests.